This podcast may contain questionable language, will contain spoilers, and is my first time alone with Steve for 14 weeks. Wish me luck. Hello everybody and welcome to episode 102 of Movie Drone. I am the aforementioned Steve. And I am the aftermentioned Mark. <laughs> um, hello mate, you alright? Yeah. It's weird, weird, isn't it? It is weird being just together. I mean, yeah. I'm a bit scared. I mean, remember the last time you were left alone with somebody, ended up in that lawsuit, that messy one. You've just got out. Didn't win though, mate, did they? <laughs> Lack of evidence. <laughs> Thank you very much. So, yeah, it's a little bit worrying on yeah. my part. I know that you all said that you're worried, but uh, there you go. We're together, just us two for the moment. Yeah. Weird. It does feel a bit weird, to be honest. <laughs> um, so how have you been this week, mate? I've been all right, mate. I had a few days off, didn't I? Oh, yeah. Lazy days. I don't, I don't really need to know. Lazy days. Was it? Yeah, had some barbecues in that. British barbecues, so not in the warm. Right. Um, but yeah, had some barbecues, nice lazy days, some lay-ins. Did you? Your lay-ins are like, like midday, though, aren't they? Ten. How can you sleep till ten o'clock? Well, not go to sleep till three in the morning. Oh, right, okay. Staying okay. up watching TV programmes and stuff, which we'll get to later, and also watch. Oh, I don't know how you um, can do it, I've got to be honest. Should we do your week next, and then I'll tell you what's been the bane of my existence for the last two months? <laughs> I haven't really done a lot, mate. I oh. mean, obviously, back to work, you no. know. Um, I've had one of those early mornings, you know, like the old two o'clock get-ups and that. The only thing really that's of note for me is I realised this week that everything that I touch goes to shit. Right, okay. For you. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> True story. It is. Well, actually, I mean, I put my own, you know, the big telly that I took down off the wall. Yeah. The one that's a bit broken. I put it on yep. the stand. That works. So yep. that was all right. I didn't have to call you for that. Cool. But I did have to get you uh, involved in sorting out something today. Oh, know, the stress, but... mate. I'll tell you. <laughs> the stress. It's brilliant. You know what I mean? I just it realized. was brilliant for you. I just can't. Anything I touch, it honestly has to involve you. And his arse ache. It's amazing, honestly. Yeah. And now I'll just get a text going, you need to do this. <laughs> <laughs> it is the highlight of my week, I've yeah. got to be honest. Well, I'm, but, gl- I'm glad it's all sorted now. Well, yeah, for now. Yeah. Yeah, thanks for leaving it off of my um, days off. <laughs> I know, I tried to think of something Tuesday, but Jill wouldn't let me. Oh. She was being a bit of a fun sponge. Oh, a <laughs> fun sucker. Again. Yeah, but other than that, mate, I haven't really done anything. No, so. I've been doing something, mate, for oh. the last nine, what feels like two years. I, w- I wish I'd have started it two years ago. Right. Decided in my head i don't know why to do a big spreadsheet of all of our episodes so i wanted to do every film we've done every homework we've done right. and then work out average scores off of everything and get a little bit like a little stats thing going on all right, okay um so i had to get all of the films then all the imdb scores for all of the films bear in mind there's over 300 now <laughs> then go for and listen to each episode oh, to get the I mean, thank fuck for show notes, <laughs> yeah. but fuck me, our first 20 episodes, painful, painful. <laughs> we were waffling, 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 mate. Um, it's because we're more bored now. We just want to get it done. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, but yeah, to the point we are now. Uh, later episodes, much better. <laughs> we have improved. But I just thought I'd 
bring you some stats. See okay. if you're interested in them. <laughs> right, go for it. So our main review stats, yeah. right? So our average film that we watch for main review scores 71.2. Right, okay. Yeah. You are giving them on average 64.9. Right, okay. And I'm giving them on average 66.4. Okay. So we're not a million miles off there. So, sorry, our score is average 70-odd. The, the, the actual films we're watching... Right. Have an average score of 71.2 on, on IMDb. Oh, it's IMDb. I was going to yeah. say. I've, I was I've just converted gonna, them to our scoring system. I was system. just going to see the uh, the flaw in your system there because you never mentioned IMDb and I thought right. that an average score of 71 and then we both had below 70. Yeah. So I thought uh, that yeah. was going to be a good podcast. Sorry. <laughs> yeah, no, on IMDb, I've converted theirs to our scoring system. Right, okay. So, yeah, roughly about right. where they should be, I okay. think. Right. So you set me homework yeah. and you're setting me films that are an average of 72.5 right. and I'm giving them an average of 70. Right, okay. Quite interesting. Yeah. I'm setting you films that are an average of 70.2 <laughs> and you're giving them an average of 54. <laughs> <laughs> it's because I'm not either 12 years old or a lady. Right. That's why. Yes, mate. But all of the main reviews are tallying up nicely. Right. So okay. why are the homework so disproportionately low? <laughs> because we don't go and watch kids' films and... House of the Clock in His Walls. <laughs> we watch the odds. There's loads of shit on that list. <laughs> Have a look through the list in a little while. I've printed you one off. Have you? Anyway, highest film scores for the mains. You've given one 95 before. Uh-huh. High, my highest is 94. All right. Okay. And for homework heist, I've given you 92s, and the highest you've given me is an 84. 84? Yeah. Is that it? Yeah. Jeez. I'm low. I'm low. Oh, you are, mate. Fly. You are. <laughs> it's because um, I'm not 12. Okay. Or, or a girl. <laughs> Have a look through the list, though. Yeah, but I just thought, all of those two months, down to those stats, mate. That yeah. was interesting, wasn't it? Hey, well, that was worth. That's filler. That was worth Good those fit. two minutes. Yeah, <laughs> terrific. Oh, at least I can keep it up now. Anyone who wants a copy of the spreadsheet, four ninety nine. <laughs> I can't believe that that is like two months worth of work. Well, I've been trying to do ten minutes here, ten minutes there. A bit of my lunch break, bit of my lunch break, bit of sneaky time. Oh dear. Brilliant stats. It seemed, Brilliant. well, when I got, I'd realised how much hard work it was when I started trying to just do the IMDb scores. Because <laughs> then I got anal and had to put the dates next to the films as well. Mm. And then thought, I've still got to do all the scores yet. Mm. This is arse. But I'd gone too far to go back. Pot committed. Pot committed, yeah. Right. Brilliant. I'm sure someone somewhere Found that at some point will <laughs> <laughs> find that interesting. Oh, so $4.99 for a copy. Okay. okay. Editable brilliant. as well. Yeah, brilliant, brilliant, brilliant. Right, okay. Is that it? Yes. No more stats? No. Okay. <laughs> you, Sorry. You should have done the guest ones. Have you done the guest ones as well? You should have no. added them when we have guests, what they give stuff no. as well. No. no. Okay. Not that interested. No, okay. don't care what they think. <laughs> they score me nicely. This was a personal vendetta against your homework scores, if I'm honest. <laughs> right, okay, mate. So, uh, yeah, you got any thanks this week? I have, mate. I've got, I've got some apologies first. Firstly, I might should have done this before, but realise how much I swore last week. Sorry about my swearing. Did you? I'm going to wind it in a bit. I've just swore a couple of times before then and forgot. <laughs> And then read it and thought, damn, I wasn't supposed to be swearing. So Your mum not last time. Doesn't she does. I listened to the last one, really enjoyed it. Sorry, sorry. Um, but yes, um, there was a large error in right. last week's episode um, in the retweet. Thanks. I missed the one person you'd never, ever want to miss off of the list. You literally missed the only person that gives a shit. Yes. Um, <laughs> yes. And I have to accept full responsibility for that. I tried to just, I, I know what happened, but it's a dull story. Well, and, you um, seem to have them tonight. So yeah, it's a, going. <laughs> 
<laughs> yeah, um, it, it was it was a dull story, but I'm really really sorry, Sophie. Um, really do appreciate the retweet, and please don't hold it against Steve. I know you hold it against me for a little while, but I do apologise profusely for my mistake. But also, we have thanks this episode for Emma. Saved by his grace 72, Jamie Russell, Sean Panda Nicholson, Glatural Cinema, VHS Strikes Back, Right Stuff Reviews, Podcast HQ, Cinema Recall, WTM, Mr. P, Fat Drunk and Stupid, Mike Mike and Oscar, What Should We Watch, Ryan, Movies on the Way, Ram the Half One Pod, Flickface, Tim, Emma Verbal Diorama, Lee, 30 Something Podcast, Lewis Rame, Glynn and Beautiful. Probably a few same on your list, mate, but you didn't send them through for me to cross off <laughs> this week. I know I didn't. I was out going for a walk. I went That's, for a walk. Oh, nice. Was it new walk? shoes? Me and Jill bought some Harold and Hilda shoes. Ooh, so both the no same. Shoes. <laughs> we did have the same shoes. And they hurt us about as much as oh, well. So, dear. yeah, so um, I forgot to send it through. Sorry about that. That's so I fine. do have some special thanks. People have gone that slight extra mile this week. So I've got Jill, Cassie, VHS, Strikes Back, Saved by His Grace 72, Jamie Russell, Jamie Irwin, Cinema Recall, Sean Panda Nicholson, Emma at the Movies, Mike Mike and Oscar, Oka Dura Hour, Beaver Does Movies, Whiskey Cinema Podcast and Awfully Irish Podcast. Just want to say also, special thanks, I listened to WTM Watch This Movie mm. and Eric and uh, Mr Positive T Wolfie T had a lovely chat and wished us a happy 100. Oh, bless them. Yep, so a lovely Thanks. chat about Movie Drone, and wished us happy 100. And I think uh, Mr Positivity's got a new podcast coming out, I think. I Friday. did see so, some yeah. tweets. So yeah. I shall uh, have a listen to that once it's out, and uh, obviously talk about it next week, if it's any good. <laughs> we'll see, won't we? <laughs> see how quiet it goes. Probably just forget, <laughs> yeah. and then it'll look bad. Yeah. Anyway, okay, we'll see. Uh, okay then, mate, I've got a promo. New one, brand Ooh, spanking new. exciting. Hello and welcome to Coffee Talk Testimonials. I'm your host, Miriam, hashtag Saved by His Grace 72. My up and coming podcast for the 2020 year will consist of real life testimonials with a cup of coffee in hand. I invite you into my Christian based podcast to hear uplifting stories of redemption with special guests from all walks of life. Stay tuned, 2020 will be an exciting, uplifting year. And remember, we all have a different story and the same glory. God bless. There we go. What an amazing promo from an amazing woman. So oh, that is Miriam. It is, yes. Lovely podcasting. So that's um, uh, one of our main listeners. She must be really, really nice. <laughs> yeah, she, I think she is lovely. She, so uh, we'll see soon, actually. Mm-hmm. So we're talking about uh, yeah, possible listener requests. Yeah, interesting so, choices as well. Right, okay, mate. So uh, mm-hmm. moving on. You are on a roll at the moment. Am mate. I, mate? You are, yeah. yeah. It just, the 100 episode one, I know that people think that those were people phoning in yeah. and wishing us oh, happy 100. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. But it wasn't. It was you. All along. I mean, we've <laughs> secrets revealed, mate. <laughs> it Unbelievable. Is, it is. It's the pre can't hold the pretense anymore. Yeah. So, um, and last week, I mean, I don't know, <laughs> even Tim lost his shit. It was just, uh, so it was just brilliant. Loved mm-hmm. it. So, it can only get better. Oh, we better. can just hit a big fat wall. <laughs> we'll just see if there's any silence after this one so this is mark's movie impression for episode 102 and i'm being told that this is when ed from good burger met spongebob squarepants this ain't gonna go well i'm telling you now (sighs) welcome to good burger home of the good burger can i take your order i'm ready i'm ready Uh, i'm edible Go away. Can't you see I'm trying to forget you? I'm a dude. 
He's a dude. She's a dude. Because we're all dudes. They sound the same, don't they? They sing going well. I've gone so red. Am I a pretty girl? <laughs> I give up. There's no way a guy can watch his own butt. I'm ready. I'm ready. Oh, see you there. They are. That was shit, man. <laughs> no, don't laugh, mate. Don't. Don't enjoy. Don't get any enjoyment out of that. Don't get any enjoyment out of that. There's no enjoyment to be got from that. Jill uh, said to me she was going to come round tonight. She said yeah. I was going to come round and watch us do one. No. I wish she had. I really wish she had. That, <laughs> that would have been brilliant. Oh, do you know we went like the early days when I used to go really red and really hot? Yeah. And I, used to, I just had that moment, flashback, yeah. PTSD. <laughs> It's that Mark's movie impression, PTSD. <laughs> Thank you very much, no, mate. I mean, that might have, that might have ruined... Yeah, I'm, that, I'm but, glad. Uh, don't want to get too good, do I, mate? <laughs> well, OK, do you want to move on? Yeah. OK, this is the... Movie Drone Wall of Shame. There we go. So, Movie Drone Wall of Shame. So, last week, I challenged the lovely Miriam... You did? ...for a question, stuff the Wall of Shame. Uh, your challenge this week, mate. Who are you challenging? It's only fair, mate. As it is the wall of shame and the shame I've brought upon myself <laughs> and the show. <laughs> what was the impression? With, yeah. with both the impression, as you might have heard previously, and the non-thanks um, towards Sophie that I need to nominate myself okay. upon the wall. You've done it again, And shackle you? myself. You've done it again? I have. You keep doing it? Yeah. There's something wrong with you. People seem to evaluate the shit I say. You get away with all sorts of crap. <laughs> right, okay. So uh, you're on it then. Mm. Okay, all right. We'll do that then. Cool. cool. Happy right. days. Move on. Yes. This is the next section. This is the section that we like to call... Question, question time. time. Question time. Question time. Time for the question. Question time. Question time. Do you know what? I just I want to just do it off again. You couldn't just do it if you tried, I couldn't. mate. No, I'm really trying. <laughs> I tried to do it then, just as you said it, I panicked. So yeah, last week we challenged uh, Miriam mm-hmm. for a question. Did she deliver? Of course she did. She says, hello. My question would be, if you could change any scene in Django Unchanged, what scene would it be and why? And what are your thoughts on the movie? Jeez. Difficult one. Yep. Okay, so thank you very much for that, Miriam. I yep. know it's one of your favourite films. I like Django Unchained. Mm-hmm. I don't know what, what do you think. Find out in a minute, mate. Okay. <laughs> um, right, okay. So are we answering the question first? Or are we talking about I've the film? I've sort first? of... Well, I mean, we could answer the question okay. first. Mine would be short. Right, okay. Yeah. So what scene would you change from Django Unchained? None of them. Oh, God. Really? None of them, mate. Right, okay. Nothing at all. My thoughts on the movie will explain my reasoning, I believe. Okay. I mean, I've had a think about it. I do like the movie. I, mm. I can probably say that I do love the movie. It's one of my highest Quentin Tarantino films. Mm, absolutely. And um, I do think it is excellent. I have a couple of bits that I might have changed. Oh, go on then. Because I was asked to come up with some that I would have changed. One would be the death of Dr. King Shorts. Okay. I, I don't think his death was worthy of his character, if you know what I mean. Because mm-hmm. he was obviously just shot by like a henchman. 
And I didn't even want him to die. I thought his character was great. I would have liked to have seen him in some of the final scenes, obviously not in a major way, Mm -hmm. but because it was mostly about Django at the end. But I really did want to keep him in it. I didn't want him to die. It was quite sad when he died. Yeah, I'll have that one as well. And the other one, I've got two actually. And the other one... Could have shared them. I would... (laughs) I didn't realise you didn't have any. I would have liked Stephen, so Samuel Jackson, to have a more painful death. Okay. Oh, yeah. I know he got kneecapped. He, he was pretty bad anyway, mate. Yeah, but I don't know. I would have liked him to have got a proper death. Oh, um, okay. Much the same as he would have wished on any of the other people in it. Right. So there you go. Cool. All right. Yeah. My thoughts on the movie then? Go on, then. Well, I've, I've even written this down as like a little statement. I'll right. try not to read it as I'm reading. <laughs> um, but I just, well, honestly, there would be none... And I know it kind of defeats the point of the question, but it's the truth, goddammit. Tarantino's way of spinning scenes into the unexpected is far too superior than anything I could feel I could improve or add any point of view on. <laughs> he's pretty good, isn't he? He's pretty he clever pretty good, and he's yeah. pretty special with stuff like that. I think there are scenes in this that are absolutely perfect and the fusion of all the different scenes together make something, I think, by altering any of the scenes, you could take the fine balances in that because I think this film is perfectly balanced in the fusion of the different types. I mean, you've got the Monty Python-esque pillowcase scene. Yeah. Then you've got all of the serious shit with all like the real contemporary sort of music coming in it. Yeah, it's the rap music. Yeah, and then but the you, you start putting like this real dialogue-heavy westerny bits, and they're really hating on each other. And then you've got the pillowcase KKK scene. Yeah. You got the rap scene. I think if you change anything too much, you could hit the balance of that one way or the other. Because I think this sits on the scales perfectly balanced. I did think the only way I would possibly change the film rather than a scene is to slightly edit it up a bit because it is a bit as a slog. All right, okay. Um, I think it's a, a little bit long, no. but I think they could just really squeeze the ends up a little bit. It's like one person stand the other way, one stand the other. Just edit it down a little bit. Okay. That's the only change I'd make. Obviously, the scenes that I was talking about changing were near the end, mm-hmm. which is probably the reason I wouldn't have changed anything probably before that. And they yeah. were subtle changes. I mean, yeah, they were going to happen perhaps, anyway. Yeah. So, But, uh, yeah, I think it's great. Like I say, you mentioned about the music. I, I think Leonardo DiCaprio is amazing mm. as well. I love the dinner table scene. Awesome. I think that's When he cuts himself. Anyway. Yeah, it's yeah. absolutely brilliant. And like you say, the um, I thought it was absolutely hilarious, the pillowcase scene etc and and yeah i mean it is a great film it was a very difficult question to answer it was and i was honest i always like to try and make an effort and i feel like i've written myself a little speech to sort of defend myself (laughs) but i do think it is almost impossible to improve on i would have this in the early to mid 90s i think i really do like it excellent i'll be up there as well yeah I mean, I'm obviously a higher scorer than you on the, uh, on the main review, so there you go. Not though, are you? <laughs> I don't know. No. I would, I'm not even interested in stats. <laughs> so there you go, Miriam. Hopefully uh, my answer actually uh, was good for you. I actually answered the question, but there you go. I answered half of it when she <laughs> said, what are your thoughts? Well, thank you very much for sending that in. Yeah, thank um, you. Sorry that we challenged you. You are a lovely lady. Yeah, great original question as well. I like yeah, that. Really good. Okay, so, mate, do you want to tell everybody how people can contact us with questions and such? Absolutely. You can get us on Twitter or Instagram, which is at movie underscore drone or via email on movie drone podcast at hotmail.com. Right, okay, so moving on to the main reason that we're here. This is a listener's choice week as well. So we have someone coming on and joining us. 
what film are we talking about, mate? They have chosen a film that is currently 6.3 out of 10 on IMDb, is a 15, one hour, 48 minutes long build as an action crime drama. With a synopsis of a rookie New Orleans police officer is forced to balance her identity as a black woman after she witnesses two corrupt cops committing murder. A $12 million budget and grossing $23 million. This is directed by Dean Taylor, starring Naomi Harris, Tyrese Gibson, Frank Grillo, Mike Coulter and Reed Scott. This was 2019's Black and Blue. So let's introduce the person who chose this week's film. Glyn with one N. Glyn with one N. How are you doing, mate? I'm good, thanks, Mark. We'll see. How are you? <laughs> yeah, we're good. Uh, well, are we? I don't know how it's going tonight. Impression's pretty bad tonight, mate. Sorry about that. I know you like the impression. Not sure if I'm going to be able to post-edit that one very well, so uh, you might be disappointed, but we'll see. Your jokes is the best, mate. I repeat all your jokes. Me missus want to get home. <laughs> Told you they're good, mate, didn't I? Told you they were good. <laughs> right, OK, so uh, let's get on with the film, mate. The first thing that we need to ask you is... Have you bought a clip? Yeah, of course I have. Let me ask you a question. You think you're black? I want to sleep. You think them your people? I want to sleep. Well, they're not. We are. There we go. So that's a clip for 2019's uh, Black and Blue. Glyn, without giving too much away, please, mate, can you tell us why you chose this film? Well, it came up on my Sky, sort of movies to watch. I think it was free because I was a Sky VIP, so I gave it a go and I I was sort of blown away by the movie, to be honest. Excellent. So uh, it's it's a good one. Accidental stumble. (laughs) You would like those. So, okay, so yeah, Black and Blue. Mate, I mean, who wants to go first? I'm scared to go first. Oh, yeah? Yeah. Right. Okay. Do you want to go first, then? Should we let him go first, Glyn? Yeah, go on. I enjoyed it. It was very watchable, but I thought it was a very topical premise lost in an average action film. Right. I, I did I did like the look of it, and I, I loved the idea of it. I just question parts of it. Okay. Right. I'm sorry. <laughs> so what are you apologising for? Well, I don't know. I feel like I feel like. Do you know when you have someone on and they like a film? I feel bad when you don't share the same You're enthusiasm. Scared of I'm You're scared, scared of Glenn. Look at him. He's huge. He'll eat me. He'll, he'll just break my neck with his fingers. I'm only a twig. <laughs> if we all had the same opinions on movies, then there'd be no point in making different genres with ourselves. Exactly. Exactly. I can breathe. I can relax. <laughs> Glenn, why did you like this one so much? It was just because it was such a surprise. The, the actors were sort of the, the, the okay. They weren't well-known actors, and the, the story sounded good when I read the synopsis. And then I, I don't know. I just got really caught up in the movie and really enjoyed it. It okay. was sort of, as you say, it was a sort of mediocre action film. But I thought the story and the way it was put across was really, really good, and I did really enjoy it. I okay. it quite highly. Yeah, I mean, I thought it was good to see a British black woman given the lead in Hollywood, so Naomi Harris. I thought she did a reasonable job. I think she did a good job with the character, although I wasn't quite sure that the character was really going to be this kick-ass person because she did kick some ass a bit later on. She did. Um, For me, they made a big deal about her being in the army, Um, and I don't think they really relayed much of that in 
the physical way, more I think showing her mental strength and how she dealt with everything and sort of showing a bit of cunning. You know what which, it reminded me of was the hunt. They told you about the backstory, but you didn't realise, and they just had her kicking ass in it. Yeah. But they just told you she was in the military, so all of us, you had to believe that she yeah. was able to do it. It reminded me a little bit of that. Kind yeah, of but it, I think they were, sort of went towards the more mental side of her army experience in dealing with everything, staying calm and sort of coming up with a plan rather than her being an absolute action monster, mm. which I think I liked better than her being just some indestructible behemoth that yeah. no one can get past. Yeah. What do you think of the characters, mate? Was she your favourite? Uh, yeah, I think so. But I think they sort of, they added the army bit in so that her kicking ass was obviously more believable because otherwise nobody would have sort of believed that she could have done that to anybody. So they added the army so it made it easier for us to understand. I mean, it's, it's all right just saying it, but did you get the impression that she sold that she was ex-military, if you know what I mean? Not sort of from the outset, not until they, they sort of portrayed her as being ex-military. I don't think it would have came across just watching her and playing the part. I don't think that would have been obvious. Okay. The other characters, I mean, you've got Tyrese Gibson. I've got some issues with him. I mean, I think Tyrese Gibson is always a supporting actor, but he didn't do that much in this film, which sort of, I, that was probably better, to be honest. He's not, he's not the greatest of actors, is he? But uh, I was quite shocked because he's probably more famous than she is, but he had like a, a more in-the-background role, so... I mean, for me, it looks like he came across as he's done with Hollywood. You know, he had that spat recently. Didn't he have a spat, I think, over, um, was it? Fell out with The Rock or something. Yeah, something like that. And I just got this inkling, just looked at him, and it just in his eyes, it sort of sort of had for me that he, he he's done. Dude, I took something different from that. Right. I took that this was his portal to try and get into a more serious role okay. by showing, because he sort of, I was sitting there, you know, he's typecast characters, like I was waiting for him to explode and do something a little bit serious. Mm -hmm. And I think he was trying to show vulnerability and trying to show a calmer character and probably act a bit more. Whether or not it met the standards needed, I'm not absolutely convinced, but I think this is his avenue down to a more serious role. Okay. In my opinion. Okay. <laughs> Who else did we have in there? So we had Frank Grillo. Yeah, Frank Grillo. Yeah, he's, he doesn't really do much. He's always a supporting actor as well, isn't he? He's oh. always doing stuff at like 110 mile an hour, though, isn't he? I think he's underrated, mate. Do you? I, I, I mean, do. I like his intensity, I've got to be honest. Yeah. And in this, I thought that it was much the same. Uh, I did think that he was pretty intense. Little bit gutted myself that the gangster villain was a bit underused. So the film itself, for me came across as like a film where you know where you've got to get out of somewhere police have got to get out so dread the raid um escape from new york something like that where you get put in a situation where you have to fight your way out rather than trying to fight your way in and um it came across like that and i thought the gangster villain with his crew was really good and i was a little bit gutted that he sort of like didn't have more to do in it and that frank grillo was obviously the main antagonist that was mike coulter wasn't it from luke cage yeah it just reminded me he was in it. I forgot to be honest. Did you like him? Yeah, I thought he was good. It was a strange role to see him in after watching Luke Cage, but I think he played it quite well. But he was almost reminiscent of, do you know, the gangsters in Four Brothers? Right, yeah. I really like the whole scenario that was in that, and similar to you, I didn't think they had a chance to come to the forefront of it and actually come across mean and serious. They just was like a bit part, really. Yeah, I mean, I did like them. I thought mm -hmm. that, well, I mean, not so much the crew, but I liked the main 
gangster and I think yeah. that he he was a bit of a nasty bastard and I think mm. that would have been quite good having sort of all of them chasing her till the end yeah. do you think no I think it's the most underused character in the film though no the captain okay I think you've got a film that's going across serious topical subjects black lives matter institutional racism through the police etc etc and you've got a big bold um, sort of role there with a black female police captain and she sort of turns up once and sort of mooches around a little bit and then she finds a bit at the end mm. and i just think you had a chance to let her show a compassionate leading side and it i don't really think they did too much of her and i was surprised at that i know they had got obviously a black female main actress but i think it gave them a, a chance to have two big bold characters in there and i don't think they used her enough okay what do you think of ergling to be honest, I don't remember her. I don't think she did much in the film. But was Black Lives Matter happening when this film came out? I can't remember. Yeah, I mean, it's carrying on. I think it's more towards the... They keep having these Tinder points, don't they? I think it's the racism through police has been going on years and years and years, and then you have these certain Tinder points that ignite it again and everyone kicks off, and then it sort of buries down and then they go and do something stupid again and it sort of kicks up. So I would have thought this film would have been around more at the moment because it is quite a topical subject. I thought they would have sort of tried to push it a little bit more now because it, I mean, it did okay at the box office, but I would have thought they could have got a bit more interest in it at the moment as well. I mean, Glyn f- f- came across yeah. it uh, by accident mm. and I hadn't heard of it. I no, I hadn't. No. Um, I'm the same as you guys. I hadn't heard of it at all, so. No. I mean, it's quite a surprising choice, actually, Glyn. Um, we, we were sort of expecting, well, as we do with listener requests, we sort of expect uh, the classics and that to come out mm. and the, the bigger film. So it was quite interesting to see something new. And refreshing. Um, it's nice to see something or have something that neither of us have heard of, watched, certainly, yeah. and sort of have any idea of. I sort of almost went into this completely blind. Yeah. I mean, I think that when you look at the scores on IMDb and Rotten Tomatoes and things like that, I think that it is generally classed as an average film. And you're right, as you said, Glyn, that um, it's just one of those enjoyable movies, I think. Um, everyone loves an, an action film, don't they? Or you've got to say, I mean, well, except you, Mark. I mean, no, I, I like you like them. a rom-com yeah. more, but um, a, a nice action film for me, a bit of a popcorn film. So any standout scenes for you, Glyn? Uh, the whole sort of end sequence when they were trying to get away from the police but try and stay alive when all the police were raiding them. I thought that was that was a good scene and it was sort of really tense that when they're trying to stay away from the police and stop themselves getting shot by the crooked police at the same time as sort of getting shot by the, the police that were being crooked. So I think that was that was a really good part of the film. Yeah, I mean, there's quite a few uh, action scenes. I've got to be honest, this is one where I sort of chucked my brain parked it at the door mm. and, and watched it um i enjoyed those uh, i enjoyed the one where they went and got the gangster yeah. i thought that was good and i mean it was pretty much high adrenaline yeah i, I mean i agree totally with glenn that last sequence because you didn't really know who could trust who because you had the crooked cops shooting other cops and then the crooked cops also shooting other crooked cops and then they was trying to shoot her at the same time and they was all shooting back and it was just a cluster buck of everyone no one knew, you didn't know if anyone was safe. I mean, I didn't even know she was going to be safe, if I'm honest, towards the end of the film. I wasn't even convinced she was getting out. It was more about that video. And I wouldn't have been overly shocked if they would have killed her off. Right. Would you like that? Or? It might have made a more controversial ending. 
and I wouldn't have necessarily been against it. But I didn't like the cheesy bit at the end where they are both now together. I was like, oh, geared life, seriously. <laughs> but I did like the fact he got out and he, he almost got his redemption point or the, the her partner got his redemption point. Yeah. Um, after double crossing a um, a couple of them, but yeah, it was a, it was a serious shootout at the end. It was good. This film reminded me of uh, the Informer. Yes. And Twenty One Bridges. Have you seen Twenty One Bridges, Glyn? I have seen it. Yeah, with uh, Chadwick. Both yeah. Ones. Did you like that one? Yeah, I thought it was okay. I don't. I, I've got a really bad memory, to be honest. I've definitely <laughs> seen it. I just don't remember a lot about it. <laughs> you know where you are, though, don't you? At the moment. Yeah, yeah, I mean, believe it or not, I'm sat in a van, because if I was sat at home, all the kids would be screaming, so I'm sat in my van. I must admit, um, how many children you got, Glyn? Five. Five, I must admit, when uh, when we was going to have Glyn on, I thought, I wonder where he's going to go in that house, mate, there cannot be. Oh, no, well, I've had room. to come out in the garden to get away from two of them. <laughs> so, um, what else, mate? I just do like films like that, where the action's great, and the story sort of... I don't know, the story sort of comes second. Okay, so is this, is this your ideal genre of film? This is your go-to sort of ideal film? Well, this and uh, me and my wife tend to watch thrillers together or true stories when we watch films for things based on true stories. But if I was to just sit and want to watch something, it's usually like an action film, Bad Boys, Jason Statham, anything along those lines. So Okay, so action films. Is Die Hard a Christmas film? <laughs> Die Hard is certainly a Christmas film. Oh, wrong. <laughs> so wrong. <laughs> it's filmed at Christmas. It's on every Christmas. I mean... Yeah, I can't buy it. I can't buy it. <laughs> yeah, so, I mean, I didn't have a moment when I was bored on this one, I've got to be honest, and I didn't have any edge-of-my-seat moments. So I think that, unfortunately, I'm probably going to be sort of like erring towards the average score as well, but it's difficult to... It's, it's not a bad film. No, and not I at all. I quite enjoyed sitting and watching it. But, like I say, it's not the sort of thing probably that I'll actively go and look for again. So it's very difficult to actually score it high. It's not one of those where I can say, right, okay, yeah, I had a, a fantastic time. But, you know, I watched that and watched it with Jill. We had a great... Just I, I a, can a imagine nice doing exactly the same thing as Glenn and just going to the missus, oh, I don't know what this is, we'll give it a go. And because you're going with sort of low, almost low expectations when it comes out, you think, actually... Yeah. I really enjoyed that. Like you say, nice evening, watch decent film. Yeah, I can just imagine it being the same. Well, Glenn doesn't get any time to himself. No. Five kids. <laughs> I get sort of, what, one movie about eight o'clock is when we get time to ourselves. If we're lucky, sometimes the baby's still awake, but we tend to try and watch one film every night and that's about it, that's about it really. Okay, so I mean, I haven't got too much to say about this. I'm interested to hear what else you've watched, Glenn. Your closing thoughts on this one? Uh, I think... The scores dropped just having sort of spoken to you two and, and realising that I forgot, like, the police captain. I'd, I forgot, like, who she was and I forgot about the gangster in it. So my scores dropped slightly. Not a lot, but I would say they've dropped a little bit since sort of... Okay, mate. Okay, sorry about that. Mark is a bit of a fun sponge. He does suck the life out of you every time that you're in. That's why we had a little chat just a minute ago. Mark's done some stats that you might be interested to hear when you hear the, the uh, episode back. He's done some stats of all of our scores over the whole of the last 101 episodes. Um, it's, it's a bit boring, but, um, but he does actually come up with the scores that we've given films each so fairly interesting so as you see he has sucked all of the fun out of my scores <laughs> over the past hundred episodes as you'll hear from the stats but so uh, what score you got for this one mate uh, originally i had a, i had a 92 but I'd, I'd probably say it's about 85 now okay mate blimey he was going in high at the start yeah yeah i did i did i did really enjoy it but then 
I've, I've realised that I've forgotten some of the characters, so it's not sort of as great as I may have originally imagined. So. Okay, so what you got, Mark? I got a 61. Have you? Yeah. Okay. I mean, I, I have I got... certainly got a bit more of enjoyment out of it. Okay. Go on. I've got a 62. Oh, yeah. So, yeah, I'm oh, higher than you. Blimey. Um, and like I say, I sorry about that, stats, isn't it? No, I mean, I did enjoy it. That's not actually a bad score. When you no. consider that, like, um, someone on this podcast gave Top Gun a seven, um, it's not a bad yeah, score. I don't, I don't talk about Top Gun, really. It's... Top Gun's such a great film. I don't really want Steve's opinion at all. <laughs> I knew that would set him off. So, um, that's not actually a bad score. I think that there's some good films that have got um, have got lower than that. Absolutely. So, so yeah, there no, you go. It's good, good, solid. Good, solid film. Yeah, right. thank you very much for that, Glenn. I had a nice night watching it, so... You actually gave Top Gun a five. I was at five. <laughs> just, just got my stats here. Just down through my spreadsheet. It was a five, mate. Okay, that stats is going to come back and bite me in the arse, isn't it? Absolutely. Okay. He's sort of rated above a 50 from Steve. I'm sort of, I'll accept that. Anything above a 50 is good. Yeah. That's, that's pretty much where I am, Glenn. I'll be honest with you. I've, I was sort of go, oh, 50? That's amazing. You know I'm going to change my score on the homework now. I'm just going to put it down a bit. <laughs> no, anyway, so Glenn, what have you had time to watch, mate? Uh, what else have you seen okay there's quite a few to be honest uh, i watched bad Ed- education with hugh jackman okay yeah i've watched that sort of a, he embezzles he embezzles loads of money from like the school films i gave about a 70 it's good isn't it yeah i thought it was good he was he was really good at it and it was a good story i watched artemis Fowl, which i know a lot of people sort of are slagging off i've got kids so i sat through that yesterday in fact and it's not fantastic but i give that a 60 yeah, Tim liked that last week. Mm. Yeah, I listened to Tim last week. Yeah, I've watched your revision, which I think you guys have watched as well. I did. Uh, Steve certainly has. But I've given that right in the middle fifty. It's just typical sort of Will Ferrell. It's it's okay, Crap. but it's he's sort right, of dying a bit now. Yeah. Will Ferrell, he's just not doing very well anymore, is he? But no. Yeah, I watched Scoop with the kids. Oh, that looks all right. That yeah, right. Well, yeah, yeah. To be honest, I, I've given that an eighty. I thought it was really good, and it's bringing in. If you do watch it, it's bringing in all the characters like Dick Dastardly and Mutley and Captain Caveman. They're all going to be coming Oh, it sounds like my cup of tea, that. Sounds like impression ideas. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> They're talking about a Hanna-Barbera universe or something, so all the old characters are coming back. Oh, are they? Oh, cool. Love a bit yeah. of Captain mm-hmm. Caveman. Uh, and then, obviously, uh, Frozen 2, unfortunately, I give that one like a 40. <laughs> the, the girls made me sit through that. Yeah, of course they did. And then I've watched Scream 1 and 2 as well. Okay, excellent. Enjoy them as much screen. as the uh, first time realm sort of watching, or not age so well? I found, I found Scream almost as comedic as Scary Movie, to be honest. He sort of keeps getting whacked by the people he's trying to kill, and I just thought, I, I think they're quite sort of bad films now, now you rewatch them. I give Scream 155, and I give Scream 250. Yeah, see, I went through a stage with that with the Scream films, and I couldn't watch them, and I think I left them. It couldn't have been far shy of, like, eight years, and I also didn't watch Scary Movie and that, and then I revisited them, and I really, really enjoyed watching them again. I didn't sorry, I didn't work out who the killers were, and I just thought that the fact that the killer kept sort of getting wiped out and kicked and knocked with fridge doors and things, I thought that was just a bit sort of scary movie-ish, to be honest. Yeah, they certainly did parody them very well when they did the scary movie. Well, I watched them on my deathbed, and I loved them. Yeah, no, so I do, I've got a newfound respect from watching them, but I did get to a point, I think it was seven, eight years ago, where I was like, I can't watch these again. And I left it a long time, and I've quite enjoyed them again. Okay, is that it? Yeah, that's it for me, yeah. Okay, what about you, mate? 
Got a few, mate. Have you? I've got. I watch Event Horizon. I don't think it's aged so well. Oh, I've, I've lost a little bit of love for it, mate. Did you see that? What I sent you the other day about the they're trying to locate the missing footage. Oh, really? To make a director's cut of Event Horizon. Okay. Apparently, it was cut to bits because the stuff that they got him to cut was so extreme okay. that they wouldn't let him leave it in. Oh, okay. So I am desperate for them to find yeah, that. I'll be honest, he's lost a bit of impact for me. What? I've got his 75. No, that's not too bad. Um, still, yeah, still a decent solid watch, but I don't think it's ageing so well. Okay. Watched Almost Famous last night. Excellent. Still got 88 on that. Yeah. Really like that. Been watching, no, it's not TV drone, but I've been watching a series called Slasher, and I only mention it for you. Because it's on Netflix, it's called Slasher, free series, and it is just gruesome slasher kills is it? of a slasher serial killer. Each series has, or each season, as the Americans like to say, has their own slasher. I thought I'd actually seen, I think I might have started watching it from season one, I okay. think. Um, I can't, I mean, I'll have to discuss with you afterwards to find out if it's the same one. Yeah. But I did start watching one like it. Yeah, it's a, It's almost a little bit teeny, but some of the kills in it are brutal as fuck and it was quite good um and then i don't know if you've had chance to read it um i actually listened back to our into the wild episode for some reason and then thought oh i said i'd research more stuff and not only did i watch that christopher mccandless documentary i've just read the book we're not book drone i know we're not book drone mate i'm just saying i did do my research 20 episodes later (laughs) there you go there you go have you seen any of them glenn uh, I've not, no, I've, uh, Event Horizon, is that, that's not the Mark Wahlberg one, is it? No, no, it's the horror film, yeah, no. set on the spaceship. Right, okay, so me? Is yeah. That, is that you done? Yeah, mate? that's me done, mate. Okay, Go I watched it. a few that we've seen before, so I watched Invisible Man again. Got okay. 81 on that. I yeah. can't remember what I gave it. I don't look at your stats, please, honestly, please don't look at your stats. I'm <laughs> fucking those stats. Uh, yeah, 81 on that. I watched it with Jill. Jill really enjoyed it. Um, it, I, it had all the appeal. You gave it a time. 71. Did I? Mm. Oh, I've gone up then. I mm. really enjoyed it. I'm watching it with Jill. Cool. Um, the uh, the loft sequence was uh, was excellent. You seen that one, Glyn? I've been told it's really good, but I, I, I'm not really a horror person, but I have been told that that's a really good film. So yeah, I mean, it's more, f- it more thriller, I think, isn't it? It's not really a, it's not really a horror. Yeah, film, I'd, I'd say it's, yes. Yeah, it almost comes across like a supernatural. I know it's not supernatural, yeah. but it's more sci-fi thriller, I suppose. Yeah, like but it's got that feel to it. Yeah, okay. I watched Doctor Sleep again. Gave that okay. seventy-one. Um, it, like I say, it's it's long. It is long. The scenes with the kids uh, yeah. are, are pretty brutal. Yep. Uh, also watched The Informer again. Okay. Um, I've got 46 on that, mate. It gets worse, that one. I don't think I gave it that low last time. There's nothing new in there. It, it's not great. Um, Maybe I, 65. Did I? Yeah, yeah, it's gone down, definitely. Uh, the Lovebirds, it's a new one. Stop looking at your stats because these are all new. <laughs> okay. um, I watched a film called The Lovebirds. It's not good. It's a sort of like game night sort of thing, but I didn't really click with the characters. I think it's on Netflix. It wasn't very good. Got 37 on that. I watched something called Coffee and Kareem on... Um... Okay, I've, I've seen some bits and pieces about yeah. that. I really enjoyed it. Yeah? Yeah, I gave it 70. Oh. It's actually... I mean, it's my sort of humour. Um, the kid's got a foul mouth. I found it quite funny. So, yeah, that was not too bad. National Treasure with Nick Cage. 
69 on that. Oh, fuck off. That's a good laugh, that oh. is. I love that movie. I love Do you? Both of them. Yeah, see, there you go, mate. Yeah, I think I'm like a modern Indiana Jones. Exactly, yeah. It's good fun. Solving puzzles, you know what I mean? All good, mate. All good. Bit of Nick Cage. Don't look at me with that smirk. (laughs) And I watched a film called The Courier uh, with Olga Carrerenko or whatever. (laughs) 34. Shit. Oh, dear. Gary Oldman in it. My friend, what's the stunt coordinator on that film? Brilliant. 84. <laughs> no, I mean, like I say, yeah, I mean, the actual action was not too bad. It just uh, it just didn't, none of the characters. So I think Gary Oldman was a bit underused. Um, and I, I think that um, Olga is not a great lead. Okay, interesting. There you go. There you go. That's yeah. me. Cool. Thanks very much then, Glyn. No problem. Thanks for That's having me That's been us. Not at all. Have you enjoyed yourself? Yeah, I have. Yeah, I mean, I was a little bit nervous. It's just a bit like being on the TV, really, but... <laughs> <laughs> I was a little bit nervous to begin with, but you guys sound so good. No, don't worry about it, mate. Honestly, you've been uh, you've been absolutely great. Um, we've enjoyed having you on, um, and I'm sure pretty much we'll have you on again. If there's any films that you go to the cinema and see that you want to come on and discuss, then kit us up, and uh, and if we are doing them, then you can quite happily come on. Mark's got all this tech sorted out. Yeah, now, I've now but... got all my internet put in today, so yeah. into the, into the little cabin, so I'm live. Trust me, these two that I've been building over the last couple of months have zapped every bit of energy and strength I've got. <laughs> we'll tell you if it stays up in the next storm. 50 50. I've got two of them, so I can lose one. So thank you very much, Zinglin. We shall speak to you soon. Okay, thanks a lot, guys. Thank you See very you, much, mate. See Take care. See you, mate. Bye bye. Thank you very much to Glyn there. Yeah, thank you very much, Glyn yeah. with one N. <laughs> it is, yeah. Oh, it's a lot from, less... his, from his office, his work's office. <laughs> a lot less scary than I thought it was going to be. Yeah, he's a really nice guy. Yeah. I, I just thought, oh, he, I don't want to say no, because he, he's he's a man mountain, and I was like, oh, he's going to break me in two. But <laughs> very gracious. I like the way he likes the film. He's proud of liking the film. I enjoyed it. It was good. good show. I like people mixing it up. Okay. I like Excellent. that a lot. Yep. Enjoyed that. So, uh, yeah, let's move on then, mate, shall yes, we? Yes, let's do that. This is the next section. This is the section that we like to call homework. Homework. <laughs> I should have known that you was going to do that. It's going to piss me off now every week. Right, okay, mate. So this is the section where we give each other films uh, that we like, the other one hasn't seen, in the hope of uncovering hidden gems. Mm. What did you give me? Gave you a film that's currently 6.2 out of 10 on IMDb. as an 18, one hour, 41 minutes, billed as a crime mystery thriller. With a synopsis of FBI agent Jennifer Marsh is tasked with hunting down a seemingly untraceable serial killer who posts live videos of his victims on the internet. As time runs out, the cat and mouse chase becomes more personal. Starring Diane Lane, Colin Hanks and Joseph Cross with a $35 million budget grossing $53 million. It's 2008's Untraceable. It was indeed, yeah. I mean, 16% on Rotten Tomatoes. Yeah, I'm not surprised. <laughs> so, right, okay, let's go. I mean, I like porn and I like torture. Okay. I put them both together yeah. and I should be like a pig in shit. Well, yeah. It's obviously influenced by Saw. Mm-hmm. I'm sort of wishing that the budget was higher. It's only four years after Saw, actually. Yeah, okay. Yeah. It's, uh, it's after. No, yeah, no, I appreciate that, but I 
just like you're saying, it's obviously is done on saw. Yeah. I sort of wish the budget was more, but now you're saying telling me it's 35 million. 35 million, yeah. That's quite a lot. It is. Consider- it is, is I agree. I'm, I when you said that, I was like, yeah. ooh, yeah, I don't know where they yeah. spent that. Was it Diane? Diane Lane. Diane Lane, yeah. Maybe it was her wages. Yeah. I don't know. But uh, yeah, It wouldn't actually, have been Colin Hanks, would it? <laughs> no, it wouldn't. So uh, I've been saying I wish the budget was more. I wish they'd spent more of the budget they used mm-hmm. on the bits that they needed to. So I quite enjoyed the traps. Yeah. The traps were quite good. Yeah. Nothing I really haven't seen before in general but um, they were all right. I think we'd be good at designing traps like that. Might be a question that's coming up soon, mate. You never know. That's it. Although I don't think either of us would have the skills to make them, if I'm honest. I'd have the skills to make it. It just wouldn't work. (laughs) He he would stand there and I'd be like, hang on a minute, mate. Hang on. Hang on. No, hang on. Just got to drill another hole. I'll just drill cordless, (laughs) drill your eyes out or something. Yeah, I mean, there has been quite a few of these. Uh... I mean, it's paint by numbers, really, isn't it, yeah. on most of these? Yeah. So, I mean, I didn't have a moment that I was bored, really. Like, I suppose it's a bit like black and blue. I didn't have a moment that I was bored, mm-hmm. although there wasn't really... Unless it was someone in a trap yeah. getting excruciatingly murdered yeah. on screen, then it was a bit run-of-the-mill, really. Okay. But I must say, I mean, the acid death was pretty good. Yeah. I liked that. Uh, the light one was a little bit lame. Um, oh, I don't know what you think. Concreted all, in the floor. Yeah, no, but it was all right. I mean, it was all yeah. right. It wasn't as good as the acid one. It the made me grimace, the light good, one. Yeah. And I think that the old sort of like personal bit of it was okay. I see it coming from quite a way into yeah. the film as to who it was going to be and what the link was. Well, uh, I mean, the synopsis says the cat and mouse chase becomes more personal. Yes, I know. I sort but, of gave that to you. Yeah, but then again, it sort of did, but not really for... I mean, not until the end on yeah. Diane Lane, was it? Okay. It was someone closer yeah. to her, wasn't it, that actually copped it. So I was expecting her to end up in a trap, yeah. um, and she didn't, which was a little bit disappointing. But, yeah, I mean, overall, listen, I mean, I can't really say a lot bad about it. What did you think of the protagonist? Um, I don't know. Uh, not, nothing, really. He nothing was, right I'm about. No, me. I don't think so. I mean, he wasn't... He sort of was a bit more psychotic towards the end, mm-hmm. but you didn't see him till quite late. Not as the protagonist. Yeah. You sort of saw him, but you didn't know really. What about his reasoning behind it? Did you like the story, like the sort of giving him the, the reason to undertake what he was doing? Yeah, I mean, obviously watching your father on the news mm. um, commit suicide. Yeah, I mean, it's it's probably would piss you off a little bit mm. um i'm not sure that i would go to the extremes that he's You're too lazy to actually well, yeah but, <laughs> and i can't build traps <laughs> shit of woodwork and that <laughs> but um, but yeah basically you're sitting in one of my traps because this could collapse at any time yeah. mate. um so yeah i'm mean, certainly too lazy to do that yeah. but yeah i mean listen it was it, it was like the film the protagonist was okay um the, the reasoning was okay and like i say i saw that it was him coming from quite away in before the end but it didn't really ruin it you know mm. I, I was i mean it didn't have anything stand out apart from like i say the acid trap probably was my favorite bit so i might make myself look dumbier and say something that's totally again it might not exist um mandela syndrome is that something where you think you know, do you know that like when people say they know the Pringle Man, you remember yeah, the Pringle yeah. Man as this way, yeah, but yeah, he's yeah. never been. I actually had that with this film. So I said to the missus, ah, oh, want to watch that? I'll give that to Steve for homework. There's an awesome lawnmower 
killing there. Right. <laughs> okay. And it was a rotovator and it never was a kill. Right. But for some reason, I remember someone's face getting mangled up yeah. with the rotovator. I mean, I had a bit of a flashback um, on the bulb thing. I mm. thought I'd seen that before yeah. somewhere. And I still think I might have done. Yeah. I still think there's another film where they have those high-powered bulbs that okay. are burning someone. I'm sure I've seen one. I'll have to research that. It's a little bit like... Um, what do you call it? Um, Final Destination with the girls in the sunbed. Yeah, oh yeah, yeah. Maybe it was that that yeah. I actually got a flashback on you. Yeah. But like I say, um, run of the mill. I mean, I don't know what my average score is on homeworks. Um. <laughs> if only someone had some stats, then I'd be able to... Uh... Funny you should say that, mate. Um, so I averagely set you 70 ones and you give me 54. Um, this is though. a 6.2. Okay, right. Do you want to score? Yeah. 57. Okay, that's a fair score. Above average. Above average, still below IMDb. Yeah, I mean... But listen, it's a fair score, mate. Oh, I'd, I'd, love, I'd, I'd love to sort of torture porn and all that, mate. Yeah. It just has to be a little bit more extreme. I probably wouldn't put this massively higher, but I just thought, I know this is your cup of tea. Yeah. I mean, it's not billed as a horror at all, but I'd say it's horrific, and we both get off a little bit watching people get murdered. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, maybe. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, right, so I gave you a 2017 film directed... Oh, I've got to do this again, haven't I? Can't I just cut and paste these names in if from last week? Yeah, just make a joke of it. <laughs> I've cut and pasted them in. Directed by Shinichiro Uyeda, starring Takeyuki Hamatsu, Mayo Haruyumi Shiyama, Yukitsu Akiyama and Kuizami Nagaya, with a running time of 97 minutes, budget of $25,000, and a box office of $31.2 million worldwide, making it the first film to make 1,000 times its budget. 7.7 on IMDb, 100% on Rotten Tomatoes, with a synopsis of things go badly for a hack director and film crew shooting a low-budget zombie movie in an abandoned World War II Japanese facility when they are attacked by real zombies. I gave you one cut of the dead from 2017. Yes, you did, mate. I did. I don't know if you remember, right at the beginning of the episode, I say this podcast may contain aggressive language, will contain spoilers. This will spoil this film if you're going to watch it. Yeah. So if you've got any... No, I'm not going to give too much away now, but watch it. But please don't listen to this if you're going to watch the film. Yeah. But watch it. Yeah. Right, okay. So here's my story, mate. Right. Since we've been going, this is our 102nd episode. Yeah. I've never, ever ever taken notes while I'm watching a film. Right. Ever. Right. Not happened. Do you not? I no, mean, I do. I don't take I, any I, notes I, while I I'm watching. I send myself texts on my phone. I, no, don't do anything like that. Right. And then I sit back and then I analyse it after because right. I'm a tool. Right. Laid there, I had a pad next to me, so I thought, okay, pen. And then this is the first time I've ever, ever taken notes whilst watching a film and what a fucking waste of time that was. Right. So I'm going to give you my... 30 minutes, my first 30 Not minutes 30 notes. Minutes. No, I ain't sitting here 30 minutes. My first 30 minutes worth of notes right. from this film. Right. I'm not a huge fan of the actual filming style. It's very camcorder and handheld-like. No real clue is the cameraman is supposed to be involved as there was a fourth wall break. I'm very confused as it's switching again. Oh, Jesus, the old phone signal excuse. The zombies run in and they're basically walking and then they run a bit and then the zombie's still behind. A strange idea, as it's almost comedy horror and looks very, very amateur. <laughs> See where I'm going with this, can Yeah, you? yeah, yeah. And then, bang, and then the final hour reveals 
everything you've just watched in the first 30 minutes. And I can't quite put over how much I love this film. Right. At all. It was fucking amazing. Really? It was genius. It was brilliant. Blown away by it. I've gone and bought it on Blu-ray. Right. I thought it was fucking so special. Really? So clever, so special. I haven't enjoyed a film this much for probably a while back. But from this one, it was just fucking brilliant. Really? Really stunned with it, mate. Okay. Absolutely right. stunned. I mean, it's very meta. Luke. Yeah. But it's so clever right. and so funny. Yeah. And when they go back and they explain... Because I like to think I was watching it closely and I was spotting all these things like, how the fuck are they doing this and why are they doing that? And when they're explaining everything... At the end, the right oh, <laughs> So, so good. I mean, obviously, yeah, I mean, I know that you said it was spoilers. I mean, there probably isn't any need to totally give it away, if you know what I no, mean. No, yeah, yeah. Because um, obviously if someone does... I don't want to say any more like, on it. No? No, I don't want to say... I don't want to go into any more of the bits. Right. I, I think you just need to watch it to get everything because yeah. I don't want to ruin... I, the chances of people having seen this one are quite small. I actually think that unless you listen to someone that basically says, like, you've got to watch it till the end, there is a distinct possibility I would have that turned you would have turned this off. I would have done. Yeah. I get absolutely guarantee you I would have done yeah. because I was I just thinking, I don't quite know what he's doing to me here. Yeah. Um, and then I thought, Oh, there's a notepad. I'm gonna start writing some of this down. I, I can actually understand exactly where you're coming from there yeah. because it is. It does play out as a twenty-five thousand yeah. dollar uh, film, yeah. basically. Um, I, and I do get it. You have to if you start watching it. Believe you me, you have to watch it. Once right you get to probably about forty-five minutes, and there's sort of a switchy bit that happens, you will thank yourself time and time again just for watching. I'll say I'll. So most I've ever played for a Blu-ray. Is I, it? You know how much I don't like paying for Blu-rays. I like. Was it like three for, quid? Like, I think I paid over fifteen quid for that. <laughs> yeah. I'm not surprised. I don't think it's sort of uh, it's out and about at the minute. Mm. Um, I, I actually looked for Uncut Gems the other day. It's twenty quid. At the yeah, yeah. But I don't like paying that sort of money. No, no. But this one, I was like, I, I really, really enjoyed that. Yeah. Really. Plus, I paid to rent it when I first watched yeah, it, yeah. and I was like, no. seriously. Well, I want. The reason I bought it is I want Tim to watch this and I want Lee to watch it and right. I want to pass it around and make everyone watch I'm going to be that twat that makes everyone watch their so, film. Yeah. Greasy Strangler. But yeah. <laughs> Come in and, but yeah, do you, I think the payoff for the first 30 minutes is paid back time and time again. It's brilliant. Yeah. It's very, very clever. Mm. Um, and, and like I say, it is one of those you can't really say an awful lot about. No. Weird, isn't it? I've said enough. Just watch it. Okay. Okay, so looking at my stat sheet, yeah. the highest Please I've given a homework for you, I've given you 92. Have you? Yeah, that's the highest I've given you. Right. 93, mate. Was it? Yeah. For this? For this. <laughs> right, okay. Absolutely. Blown away. Brilliant. Look at that, eh? So much fun. So much fun. <laughs> it was brilliant. <laughs> Good. I'm glad you enjoyed that. What you got for me next week there, mate? I've got you a film that's currently 5 out of 10 on IMDb. It's an 18, 1 hour, 38 minutes build as a crime drama. With a synopsis of Benjamin, a boy bullied for his Jewish faith, takes up boxing as a means of self-defence, alienating himself from his religious community. As an adult caught between two worlds, his desperation to provide for his family becomes a catalyst for a devastating series of events that ensures he may never find the acceptance he has always craved. Can't find a budget on this one, and it has grossed box office, are you ready for this figure? Yeah. For $4,077. (laughs) Well, that don't mean nothing. No, this is 2015's Orthodox, um, starring, not written anyone down, it stars, but it stars Stephen Graham. Love Stephen Graham. I'll be honest with you, I'm not sure how this one's going to go. 
And the main reason I've given it to you is I'm not entirely 100% sure how I still feel about this film. Right. I definitely enjoyed it, so I'm giving it to you for the right reasons. Right. But, it, yeah, it's a film that I'd like you to watch and have a chat about. Okay. All right. I will do. Right, okay, so I'm giving you one that I don't expect to quite be uh, as high as uh, as the last one. Um, it's got some mixed reviews. I'm giving you a 2019 film directed by Jim Jarmusch, written by Jim Jarmusch, also starring Bill Murray, Adam Driver, Tilda Swinton, Chloe Savine, Steve Buscemi, Danny Glover, Caleb Landry-Jones, Rosie Perez, Iggy Pop, Sarah Driver, RZA, Carol Kane, Selena Gomez and Tom Waits. Running time of hundred. That's eclectic, isn't it? Yeah, running time of one hundred and three minutes. A box office of fourteen point nine million dollars. I don't have a budget. Five point five on IMDb and fifty five percent on Rotten Tomatoes. With a synopsis of the peaceful town of Centerville finds itself battling a zombie horde as the dead start rising from their graves. I'm giving you what I was going to say was part two of the Dead trilogy. But then next week, I'm not having one with dead in it. I've changed my mind. <laughs> this is 2019's The Dead Don't Die. Oh, we wanted to see this one, didn't I've, we? Yeah, we did. And I watched it. Yeah. And I uh, I was a bit unsure about it. Okay. And I watched it again. And I thought, you know what? Adam Driver, Bill Murray, I'm going to give it a go. Sounds like we're both taking a risk for next week. We are, then. yeah. I enjoyed it more second time round. But yes, we are taking a risk. Mm. You are correct. Cool. Let's just hope we've got a light-hearted main feature for next week. <laughs> Okay, so what are we watching next week? Kids' mate? film, mate. <laughs> Can't wait for this one. We're watching Coco, Luke oh, the Nerf Man, and he's coming on. Is he? Yeah, he's, he's coming. coming on, he's he? coming armed. <laughs> oh fucking hell! Is he? He's not coming person. He's coming He'll in have person. his side arms. Yeah, he's not coming in person. Yep. What after I said about him, you invited yep. him in person. Yep. Are you joking? Nope. Right. Good luck, mate. I'm gonna go on Zoom. <laughs> Steve can't make it tonight I didn't realise he was coming yeah he's coming mate and lives on the road so. yeah does he yeah. fucking hell right okay so we're doing Coco yes yay huge score on IMDB mate sure is huge score sure it is all the kids yeah. love rating it on IMDB <laughs> um, okay right so we're doing Coco cool. yeah Mate, do you want to reiterate how people can contact us on social media? Absolutely. They can get us on Twitter or Instagram, which is at movie underscore drone, or via email on movie drone podcast at hotmail.com. Yes, they can. Excellent. So uh, there you go. Enjoy I've that enjoyed one. that. Yeah. Oh, Jinx. Stephen Roberts, how you can talk again. Huh? Well, I jinxed you. You're not oh. allowed to talk to say your full name, are you? Do I, you... D- I don't know these kind of things. <laughs> I literally do not know any of these things. Oh, you must have been fun as a kid. I just uh, playing with your pet stick. Was it, <laughs> was it around when I was? Come a kid? on, just sticky. Was it around this sort of thing when I was a kid? I don't. Oh, think I don't it was. know, mate. Hooping a Jeans stick on it. <laughs> yeah, those little tops with the little string. Yeah. <laughs> Walk up the town, dude. <laughs> Um, okay, yeah, so thank you very much, Glim, for coming on. Mm. Uh, thank you very much for everyone if you got to the end of that one. Yeah. After the impression, didn't just switch off. Yeah, I'm really sorry about uh, that again. <laughs> um, so there you go then, mate. Mm. Looking forward to that. Right, yeah. okay. Um, you done? I'm done, mate. Okay, do you want to say goodbye then, Mark? Goodbye then, Mark. Goodbye, everybody. See ya. See ya. Bye. Oh, it's been a bad week, mate. Oh, it's been a bad week. No, they lifted all this um, lockdown shit and they'll go on a plane. Yeah. So um, I took a flight. My luggage went missing. Huh? So I sued the airline, took them to court, lost my case. <laughs>
That is so shit. That's not a tumbleweed. Don't you fucking tumbleweed that. That's good. Glyn's going to be telling his missus that one. She's going to love it. No. I I lost my case. Like, lost my court case. I I lost my case as in luggage. It's fucking brilliant. Booing crowd on that one. Oh, you prick. Oh, shit. Welcome to Good Bergen, home of the Good Bergen. <laughs> Fucked it. 